suck up trying to win it. We get it, Brady. We get it. You're so good at game-winning drives. You're so good at football. You're such a champion. We get it. Gag me. Coquel, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. Turn it up! Turn it up! Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I- From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. It's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Wow, that that one year, that one singular calendar year where I was like, hey, Brady's kind of cool. I've sort of come around on Tom Brady. That year's over. The feelings I felt last night with a minute 24 left and Tom Brady marching his team down the field and getting the benefit of the officials, the hate all came rushing back to me in one giant football tsunami. I'm back, baby. Brady Hater is back, baby. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. It's a Friday edition. Ooh, it felt good to get football back. I feel testosterone rushing to every orifice. I don't know what I'm talking about. We're in the end of John Levine accident attorney I don't want to hear about the testosterone that rushes to your orifice. Actually, I felt like that was kind of sexy. We are in the Phillips Point Studios downtown West Palm Beach right off of the uncomfortably hot and downright terrible intracoastal. Uh, Have you until 1 o'clock ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker and uh, last night it was just Brady being Tom Brady. The Buccaneers get the ball back with a minute 24 left to go and Coquel, we all knew what was going to happen. We knew it was going to result in a game-winning field goal. Ryan Suckup hits it from 36 yards. The Bucks beat the Cowboys 31-29. to There is a lot to unpeel from this game, but Brady is the A1 storyline. 32 of 50, 379 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, but the biggest story is me and how I felt when Tom Brady was leading the Buccaneers down the field. Last season, I thought to myself, man, new scenery, new change of pace, and new guy. No longer is this Patriots culture patriots way nonsense where you don't say anything and you're all buttoned up and uh you're acting like you're in the kgb like this was tampa this was loose tom this was fun tom and i liked it i was actually glad to see him win i thought it was hilarious when he threw the trophy from boat to boat during their parade i like his commercials i like how funny he is on social media but last night i don't know what it was Dolphins me, cynic me, watching Brady 
get a very, very fortuitous no call and what was an obvious offensive pass interference on Godwin on that throw to the sideline that allowed for the game-winning field goal to happen, the inevitability of what was about to take place, the fact that I thought Dak Prescott was courageous last night in the way that he played. Tom Brady, that come-from-behind victory, that game-winning drive, that annoyed me. The emotion I felt most was annoyance. And this is where petty me comes into play. I thought I was over this with Brady. I thought that Brady had endeared himself to me to a point where I could talk about respecting him until the end of days. But apparently not. And maybe this is a me issue. But I can't deny how I felt. I can't deny what my heart was telling me. And that was annoyance towards Tom Brady. I was trying to figure out what made me really feel like football was back. If it was the fans in the stands and that, you know, that atmosphere we saw. But no, I think it's the moves that have happened in the last two weeks. The Patriots cutting Cam Newton for smug face Mac Jones. <laughs> and then the Brady being back and just being so good he's a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, I a jerk. Like, he's a jerk. He's a football jerk. Hey, he's looking all younger every year. Like, I'm getting fatter and grayer by the minute. And this guy just walks out there and is like, oh, I eat avocado ice cream with HGH in it. But whatever. <laughs> you know, TB12. Let's go. I'm just, And he's just better at 44 yeah. than I'll ever be at anything in my entire life. I hate him. Bionic Brady is maybe the pillar of annoyance. He oh. might be more annoying than Patriots. And Brady the facial surgery is obvious, Tom. Yeah. Like, come well, on. Let's, uh, let's just not pretend anymore. Can we not act like there's not? His skin is way too tight for his face. You can admit that you've had Botox, okay, dude? It's work. fine. You want to know why I know he's had Botox? He doesn't have that, like, dimple chin anymore. He's filled that in with Botox. He's not oh, natural any longer. The butt chin is gone. Maybe that's the HGH, but more his likely chin it's grew, probably like Botox. Bobby Bond's head grew. Maybe just... His chin yeah. filled in, so his somebody head check grow. his helmet size and if that is increased. Um, but it was very annoying. Speculation, by it, the way. It, it, very <laughs> reckless. But it was really annoying watching that last night because he defies age, and it was so corny when the Cowboys took the lead on the Zerline field goal. Hey, thanks for making one, dude. By the way, if you wouldn't have missed two field goals and an extra point, the Cowboys would have won that game last night. Uh, but. You see Brady on the sideline, scowling, looking for the camera. Which camera do I stare into to look oh, s- he's serious? Not, he's and, not wondering which one. They they rehearsed that before the game. <laughs> he knows where those cameras are and where the shots are. I mean, he's the best. That's why quarterback, anyone who's started a big time as a big-time quarterback, whether it's in college or the pros, they know where the cameras yeah. are. That's what those guys are. They're just hams. You're just seeking all it out. All starting quarterbacks are hams. Yeah, all of them. And it starts at an early age, like probably high school, early oh, high school. these guys, you see, oh, I'm out in front of the crowd at like yeah. a South Fork with the crowd there. They yeah. know where the cheerleaders quarterbacks, are quarterbacks, where everybody is. They, they think that they're the center of the universe. It's really gross, to be quite honest. And Brady just epitomizes all of that disgustingness. All of that. And so... Uh, Tom Brady is the greatest. I want to qualify this. He is the greatest. When you can do something that inevitable, where everyone knows that you're going to win the game and you do go win the game, Thanks, you're, ref. you're amazing. I, I mean, you are amazing. And also, too, you can make that throw knowing that you're probably going to get the benefit of the doubt from the officials. How do you think Michael Jordan made a career? He knew he was going to get the benefit of the doubt. That means that you are offered concessions because you're great. But good God, was that annoying. I mean, it is just annoying knowing what's coming, and that guy at age 44 just keeps on doing it. While watching Tom Brady orchestrate another game-winning drive last night, the emotion you felt was what? 
while watching Tom Brady orchestrate another game-winning drive last night, the emotion you felt was what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. We've been jam-packed on social media this morning. But what did you feel watching Tom Brady pull off yet another game-winning drive? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, mine was annoyance. And again, I, I understand I'm petty. And you can rip me if you want. You can crush me if you want. That's totally fine. I'm totally okay with that. I probably actually deserve to be crapped on over this because I should just appreciate the greatness, but I refuse to do it. 49 career game-winning drives in the career of Tom Brady. 49. 49 in case you're scoring at home and you speak Spanish. That is a lot of game-winning drives from Tom Brady. And the 49th was probably the most obvious at what was going to happen. I'm annoyed by it. I started my NFL season, and that was a fun game last night. Can we just, for one second, talk about how fun a game that was last night? It was a really well-done first night of NFL football. Oh, it had a little bit of everything. It had the Gronk doing things, Antonio Brown comeback story. And Ed I- Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, I didn't know he was there. Yeah, yeah. The Beyonce friend, I don't remember her name, sang the anthem. One the, of the Beyonce's the, the children. Beyonce. Oh, Destiny's child. Yeah. One of Beyonce's children. <laughs> was it Kelly Rowland? Kelly no, Rowland, no, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Williams. That's the one that nobody Michelle Williams about. sang yeah. the anthem, which was yeah. a beautiful rendition. It was just great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's tired and emotion because that's the emotion I felt. Can we start these games at six? I'm getting old. Bro, I can't stay up that late. Bro, I'm, I, I'm totally with you. Anything after seven o'clock is awful that's why the central time zone and i love living in south florida but the central time zone that's the apex time zone west palm beach palm beach county treasure coast is area. we kind of do things our own way anyway can we just change time zones just go to central time yeah or even west would start our football games at 10 a.m like we'll just jump on that time zone i say the earlier the better that goes for football that goes for bedtime for my kids that goes for day drinking the earlier the better uh the emotion that you felt watching Tom Brady march down the field for a 49th time in his career for a game-winning drive last night at age 44 for the world champion Buccaneers was what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm respectfully annoyed. Let's start with Michael Ellen Wellington. Michael, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Michael? Hey, guys. As a Bucks fan, it was anxiety-ridden. <laughs> so because you you had doubt? Ex- you had some doubt? I was not liking the defensive performance. I think that's why I was anxiety-ridden, and I just feel like my expectations this year are far higher than last year's. Yeah. And it was anxiety-ridden. What I will tell you, Michael, is, and I, I don't know how old you are, but I'm assuming you're old enough to remember the last championship defense for the Buccaneers. Title defense? I was I was nine years old, and it was 2002. Okay, so you were nine. So now you're you're full-grown man at this, at this point. It is not fun. Title defenses are not fun in any sport because your expectation is is Wah, so, my so football team high. has to defend a title. No, it, but it's, it's like a curse. I'm a Jet fan. 
again. Oh no! It's you a curse. A title. You wish when your team wins a title, you wish that that's the end of the sport for all time, so you can just enjoy that championship forever. But then there's more football, or more baseball, or more basketball to be played. Michael, don't. Uh, this is going to be an emotion you feel throughout the entire season because you think they're the best, and it's tough to hang on to that thing. It really is. I just hope it gets a little better because the fiancé might leave me this football season if I don't calm down. <laughs> your relationship is in trouble. Here's to your hopefully impending marriage. Thank you for the call, Michael. I mean, that's like winning another championship to be single again. <laughs> Excuse me? What? Hello? 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 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Good God, you are lucky your wife doesn't even know she you're on the air. No she she doesn't even know that you have a radio she show. She called me to pick up milk like a minute ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, where are you? Uh, David's in Jupiter. David, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, David? Yeah, I've, I felt uh, surrender because uh, I've tried to find excuses for why Brady's good. It was... <laughs> You know, well, it's Belichick. Well, then he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl. Well, it's because he's got a great offensive line. Well, they showed a stat yesterday that he's releasing the ball faster than he ever has yeah. in his career. Yeah. You know, well, it's because he throws these little short pick passes. Well, then he throws one at the end of the game on the back shoulder in a perfect spot. And I just finally said, you know what? Screw it. Okay, you're good. You're the best of all time. You're probably going to win again. David, it's, it's, this is it's what happened guts, to me last but year. Surrender. Yeah, I think I felt surrender last year, and that's why I thought I'd come around on him because all of those things that you used to believe, all of the uh, the anti Brady propaganda, none of it actually is supported by numbers and by fact. When Tom Brady's putting a fifty yard pass on Antonio Brown's hands on a dime, what do you say to that? You can't say anything about that. He's forty four, and he's throwing a perfect ball up the seam to Gronk, not once but twice. Well, most of the time when people or militaries or the word surrender, uh, you surrender because you've, you've lost. There's nothing left. You're not happy about it. Uh, none of us want to surrender, but I surrender. <laughs> you just have to. You guys you, are crazy. Yeah, He's yeah. washed. He's a new James. He's on pace for 34 interceptions. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> he did have two interceptions Two interceptions, last 17 night. games this year. That's 34. Brady's washed. Uh, but what are, what are the – because I don't do the math. Four touchdowns. Now there's 17 so games. So 10 times four, do that. Let's 40, work this together because I heard you trying to do that guy's age before and I saw your head explode. Because I saw you think about saying how old he was. When I, and you went to, you're a much man. older adult now. And then, and then when I said he's a grown man, I'm like, wait, is he actually a grown <laughs> man? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, so 10 times four. 40. And seven times four. 28. 68. There you go. That's a lot of touchdowns. I mean, he's not going to keep up. That would surpass the 55 that Dan Orlovsky predicted. But you can't times that by the whole season. Multiply, thank you. I'll handle the English. Okay. Times that. What are you, eight? I've taught lower-level geometry and algebra. (laughs) Trust me, it's times that. Okay? Um, But you can't just go through. There's going to be games he doesn't throw. The interceptions, though, multiply them straight through. (laughs) <laughs> 34. Those, those will absolutely Probably extrapolate. Add, add two extra. Uh-huh. Uh, so Tom Brady beats the Cowboys last night uh, on NBC, 31-29 the final, and I was just annoyed. I was just annoyed. That was the emotion that I kept going back to. I thought that I was going to feel respect. I thought that I was going to feel gratitude towards seeing greatness again. No, I it was annoying. I loved him last year, though. I absolutely loved them. But I why actually we- rooted for the Patriots last year because of Cam. I, all these feelings 
I was like, this is such a weird season. I think it was COVID. COVID I, had I was going to say, do you think that? Do you think that it was just the mental state that we were in in the pandemic that caused us to have these weird football thoughts, and now things are starting to normalize because fans are back, and it's going to be hopefully an uninterrupted season unless you're the Minnesota Vikings. Like, do you think that that's what it is? I think so. Maybe just the world literally being on fire. I was like, I just need to love something, and Brady's I, bosom I seemed, <laughs> seemed like a safe place. Uh, I, I love you, HGH bosom. You're so cushiony. <laughs> And pillowy, um, uh, but HGH—that's a really reckless speculation. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because you know it makes sense for him to look younger <laughs> and get better. <laughs> that's how people age and get stronger as, as, arm as they strength. get older. Yeah, yeah. sure, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's nothing. It's natural. There. Yeah, it's totally uh, natural. Maybe we shouldn't test him. Uh-huh. <laughs> what, what's his legacy going to be when it comes out? HGH, because eventually the Guerrero guy is going to be like, all right, well, I've taken all the money from you. I'm going to get caught with steroids and I'm going to rat on you. And then what happens? But it's like what I've said uh, for the last couple of years, I'm okay with all of my football heroes being roided up. I, that, that makes him stronger. It makes him better. It makes him hit harder, makes him throw better. Like they, they're going to have to deal with the ramifications after the fact that doesn't affect me, me watching steroid fueled athletes. That's entertainment. So okay. You, the home runner, you were all for it. Oh, hell yeah. Bring back steroids in baseball. It was so fun. It's so fun. Oh, just the ball flying everywhere. Yeah. And now guys try to do it, but they're not on HGH, so they can't. They it's not the good stuff. They actually have to swing harder. Right. And it's, and it's a problem because they strike out a lot where they used to just be able to but, hit routine fly balls and they'd carry. But forget HGH. What happened to the golden days of the anabolic steroids? Yeah, yeah, the big like, needle. I want huge yeah. needles like in uh, Rocky Four. Dopey Jose Canseco muscles. Like, that's, yes. that's the stuff. When I, I want cartoonishly large muscles and mood swings. That's oh, when sports is good. The anger over a fly ball? <laughs> like, come on. I want back knee and anger. I haven't seen a cooler smashed in a, in a dugout in a I long know. time. Like, raise yourself up to the late 80s, early 90s level, please. And while you're in there, smoke a cigarette or two, too, like they used to. Like, let's just be baseball the players The good again. old days. While watching Tom Brady orchestrate another game-winning drive last night, the emotion you felt was what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm on the record as annoyed. I was clearly annoyed last night. Let's uh, go to social media at ESPN West Palm at ESPN West Palm. Uh, Jordan Benzema, he tweets, I felt gratitude because Tom Brady is not in the same division as the Dolphins anymore. That is very fortunate and very satisfying and does give you an expectation that now the Patriots are not this immortal team that you're never going to be able to beat. In fact, I feel confident that Tua is going to go into Foxborough on Sunday and take down, what was your, your nickname for? your your The nickname you unveiled about 15 minutes ago, Smug Face? Smug Face, yeah. I, if I say Smug Face, what face do you think? look at? What do you th- see? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I see Mac Jones, absolutely. Picture him with that dumb walk up to the podium during the draft, too. Like, get out of here, <laughs> Smug Face. Smug Face. So, smug be- Face versus Rag <laughs> Oh, battle of the century Sunday, right here on ESPN 106.3. Oh, uh, Kevin on Twitter says the emotion he felt was not surprised. Yeah, same thing with me, but the overriding emotion was annoyed. Uh, the ghost of Tom Jode tweets, uh, frustration as he benefited from the no call on the obvious offensive pass interference that was obvious offensive pass interference on Godwin are you sure the defender didn't just jump backwards (laughs) like what was the ref was standing right there the defender's path completely changed and he fell down yeah the problem is that the defender did sort of get into a flop motion I do think that he was trying to sell it a little bit 
Because he and got that pushed. Didn't help. He got pushed, but also he sort of extra threw himself to the turf. There's clearly a stiff arm that is thrown on the defender. If you just leave it there on its face, that might get called. But if the referee sees that he's trying to embellish the falling, I think that's where the flag wasn't thrown. Are you sure he's flopping, or is he just trying to use all his energy to come back up, and it looks like a flop? Because when you're falling back, and you for some reason we swing our arms back as if we're going to catch the momentum of the air and pull ourselves back up. I, I know that looked like that looked like a flop. Uh, Stacy Armentrout tweets: uh, I felt disgust towards Tom Brady in that game-winning drive. I think he's not the only one that probably felt disgust last night because Tom Brady doesn't fail. He doesn't fail. He always finds a way. He, th- he has so many weapons now. I know it's unfair. It's nice to see Gio Bernard out there. Yeah. Poke kid. I totally forgot that he was on the Bucks now until last night. He was one of those guys where I'm like, oh, I like it. Wait, he's a Buck? How did that happen? And they talked about him. He was like the storyline for the play-by-play guy the whole night. Yeah. So it's all because he's going to fill that James White role that the Patriots had. Right. The Patriot way. <laughs> um, third at- down back. Because they're the only team to ever have a third down back before. Belichick's just a <laughs> genius. They haven't had that forever. Adam Behind Bars tweets that uh, I had hope watching Brady make that drive because I had money on the game. That's another thing. If you put your money on Tom Brady and the Bucks last night, you were definitely sweating that one out in the end. You but lost. You had, but that, you did. Well, it depends. If you what took the you money, money line or yeah. whatever it is. Now, yeah, no, everyone's taking the, doing the points on that. Everyone thought they were going to blow him out. Yeah. That was a rough day for people to bet on the Bucks. Well, that brings me to this. Uh, Ryan Clark was on uh, Get Up this morning on ESPN. And he was asked by Mike Greenberg if the Cowboys get a moral victory out of last night. Because, as Coquel mentioned, it was a lot closer. A lot closer than what anybody believed it was going to be. Ryan Clark didn't necessarily agree with that, but did say this about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott in particular. When you look at this game from the Dallas Cowboys' perspective, the thing you leave the field feeling is that you have the best quarterback in football right now, at least through game one, because he was better than Tom Brady. And Tom Brady was absolutely phenomenal. But Dak Prescott answered every single question that we had of him. Is the ankle healthy? Is the shoulder healthy? Is is that accurate? Did, did, did Dak Prescott outplay Tom Brady? Because I think you definitely could... Make a case. I mean, let's just look at the numbers, Coquel. 32 of 50 for Brady, 379, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Dak, 45 of 58, 403 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. There were times last night, and I think overall, that Dak was the more consistent quarterback. Dak was really good. I wouldn't say that makes him the best quarterback in football. The scheme was for him to throw the ball because Zach Martin was out and they couldn't get Zeke going, so he had to throw the ball. So you don't think that Dak, at least last night, was the best quarterback on the field? Maybe on the field, but he said okay. in football in week no, one. We're really no. uh, jumping a big step there when only two teams have played. What I think his point was... I mean, it, Zach Wilson hasn't even taken a snap yet. I, I think he was being like facetious that it's been one game, and so right now in week one, he's the best quarterback in the league based off what we saw. You had to win a game tomorrow. Who are you taking, Brady or Dak? Brady. I know. I know. Uh, b- by the way, Brady throwing 50 times at age 44. 
Dak I mean, throwing 58 times coming off of a shoulder injury that has sidelined pitchers for an entire season. He was on a pitch count last week on Hard Knocks. I was I watching Hard Knocks. He was only allowed to throw the ball like 12 times. Now they're going to have to throw 58 <laughs> times? What is 58 happening? 58 attempts last night. I coach Dak. Little League Baseball and like younger baseball ages. You have to build up that arm so you don't go from 12 to 58 just like that. Um, Dak was encouraging last night, though, because it's clear his arm strength isn't quite there yet. But he was looping the ball into accurate places. He underthrew a couple of guys, but largely he was on target. And he stayed in the pocket more than I've seen him. And it's because he's worried about the ankle. But that's going to pay dividends for him. If he can get more comfortable in the pocket off of this, that's an unintended benefit. I mean, Dak is really impressive. I also think with both of these quarterbacks, let's look at the receivers they're throwing to. Because we always go back to, and I'm going to go defend my guy Lamar once again. We go to Lamar Jackson. Oh, he can't throw. He's throwing to me and you half the time. You know what I'm saying? These guys are throwing to Antonio Brown, who looked like the Antonio Brown of old, is the Bucks' third receiver. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper is the second best receiver on his team. Yeah. I just said Amari Cooper is the second best receiver on his team. Like, he's I know. got weapons everywhere. When, They're stacked. When guys can create space and get open, the quarterback's going to look good. Um, Ezekiel Elliott was, up until a year and a half ago, the highest pay- running back in the NFL. What um, What is his role now? Because he doesn't seem the same. And I know it's hard to run on Tampa. And Chris Collinsworth made uh, a point last night that the Cowboys just abandoned attacking that front four in any way because they are so stout. That's fine. And Zeke blocked well last night. But with that new build, the weight that he lost, Zeke, part of his allure and what made him so good was his bulk and his ability to break tackles and to use his strength he doesn't look like that guy. I feel like he's different, slimmed down, and not in a good way. He didn't look like himself at all in his uniform. In fact, I was like, wait, 21, isn't that Zeke? I know. And I, and I was confused, like, who is that guy wearing his jersey? He doesn't look like him at all. I think a lot of that, though, goes to, think of Mike McCarthy's teams with the Packers. Name me a bell cow running back. There wasn't one. I mean, that's, and that's what he's doing now. So I think eventually Zeke will be on his way. But he also, yeah, but Mike McCarthy also in Green Bay didn't have a highest paid running back in the NFL. He may not want the highest paid yeah. running back. It may not matter to them. He may be a guy who thinks he can just plug any running back in there. I know it's a small sample size, but Zeke didn't look like he fit last night. Not just in his uniform, but like where are the, the abs, scheme. the crop top, I know. none of that. No confidence looking. Rumbling looking Zeke was where it was at. This is this is like Ken Levicka looking Zeke. This is a problem. Uh, the emotion you felt while watching Tom Brady orchestrate another game-winning drive last night. I was annoyed. What about you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Feel free to tweet at us as well, as always, at ESPN West Palm. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. And man, are we glad to have a partnership with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Dr. Jim Reardon, that dude's just good at his job. Just like Brady is good at his job, it's inevitable that he's going to find a way to win. Uh, Dr. Jim Reardon is just going to find a way to win. Uh, Some really good news this week with new rankings that have come out. Thanks to uh, the uh, to, to sports business, uh, they are really, really crushing it. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program in these rankings, these are national rankings and these are international rankings. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is up to 19th in the world 
in terms of FAU NBA, NBA sport management programs, up from 30. They're 14th in North America, third in Florida. You get your MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic. This is your path to the sports industry. There's so many success stories. There's too many to go through. We'd be done with our hour before I got through all of them. Find out more. Check it out for yourself. If you've ever had any inkling of wanting to get into sports, I'm telling you, this is how you do it. FAU.edu slash MBA sport classes on campus in Boca Raton or remote. It's the FAU MBA sport management program. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. It was a scene out of a movie yesterday in Pittsburgh. Was it awesome or was it super lame? We'll discuss. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. TJ Watt. Is he really awesome or just really corny? We'll tell you about it in just a second. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel and your work week getting into the meat of week one of the NFL season and week two of the college football season. You'll hear the Dolphins and the Patriots. Coquel has built it ragarm versus smug face. Here on ESPN 106.3 Sunday, this is your home for Dolphins football in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Yeah, I probably shouldn't call them Ragarm. I forgot we're the home of the Dolphins football. Yeah, like I would I would prefer to just for you being a decent human being if you didn't do that. And I'd appreciate him being able to throw a 15-yard dig, but whatever. <laughs> Please. We all want things. <laughs> you are really cruel to him. Did you hear Keyshawn Johnson this morning on Max Keyshawn and Jay Will? Is that what they're calling it now? KJM. Okay, Keyshawn, J. Will, Will, and Max. Max. Okay, Um, did you hear Keyshawn say that, hey, you know what you're going to get from Mac Jones? The question is Tua. What? Like, what? When when did Mac Jones take an actual real NFL snap? Did I miss something? Was he in the league last year? Did he not play at Alabama last year? He wasn't even starting in the preseason games. It's so lazy. I don't understand. This Tua stuff is just so exceedingly lazy because now it's become a thing you can just fall back on. Crap on Tua. That's what we do in radio is we just fall back on crap on this person. Everyone's got a different opinion on Tua. No. Tua each their own. (laughs) Well done. I will allow that because that was really well set up and the execution was flawless and I didn't see it coming points to you yes the ken levick alive featuring coquel podcast is free and you can get it wherever you get your podcast apple podcast whatever it doesn't matter that is the ken levick alive featuring coquel podcast wherever you get your podcast subscribe to it get it right to your device still taking your calls at 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 about the emotion the singular emotion that you felt while watching Tom Brady orchestrate another game-winning drive last night. I was annoyed. Coquel, I don't even think I put you on the record with the the singular emotion that you felt. Tired. I tired. You, oh, yeah. It's tired, tired and emotion. Yeah. These late yeah. games, they just don't do it for me. Yeah. Like Monday Night Football is the Ravens. Again, they're my backup team for when the Jets are 0-4 four in four weeks. <laughs> Your backup team. And I am not going to be able to make it through that game because we have to work on Tuesday. Yeah. We should have off on Tuesday. 
We should. Well, I firmly believe that it should be a four-day work week. It should go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You have NFL on Sunday. You have one game on Monday. And then after that, you're done. But that's just a pipe dream. And I'm certainly not the person to make these types of decisions. Uh, Yesterday in Pittsburgh, the drama over between T.J. Watt and the Pittsburgh Steelers. One more. Uh, two more. There's the second one. That brings us that cheap catch register sound effect means it's time for Florida Cash Homebuyers cashing in. Do we have other production that I don't know about? Nope, that is okay. it. That You're looking at me like it. you wanted something else. The production team worked really hard. Last week, it was just cha-ching. Now look at this. We spent hours, spent a lot of money on yeah. our production team. It's not one register, Ken. It's two. Yep. That copy and paste job took hours to pull off hours to pull off all right so uh tj watt yesterday becomes the highest paid linebacker in the nfl four years 112 million dollars four years 112 million dollars this was first reported by adam schefter of espn this is big money tj watt a lucrative contract tj watt's a good player coquel to be the best paid player at any given position or any side of the ball, I don't know, but fine. That's what the market dictates. And so Ben Roethlisberger, it shows he still speaks because he spoke up a couple of days ago and said he needs to get paid. Ben Roethlisberger speaks, and the Steelers still listen. Even if this is Ben Roethlisberger's last dance, people still listen. Uh, and uh, T.J. Watt gets paid big time. <laughs> Well done. But I want to read you this story. So this is according to Adam Shafter. Steelers outside linebacker TJ Watt overruled his agents who believed they could get more money today, marched into the office of Steelers president Art Rooney and told him they had a deal. Then the NFL's new highest paid defensive player excused himself and announced he had to go work out. Let me repeat that one more time. Steelers outside linebacker T.J. Watt overruled his agents who believed they could get more money today. He marched into the office of Steelers president Art Rooney and told him they had a deal. Then the NFL's new highest paid defensive player excused himself and announced that he had to go work out. That's cool and it appeases the football meatballs. But that is the cheesiest, corniest thing, and it's so befitting of a Watt brother that you're ever going to find. Is there any more of a me family than the Watt family? None. Like, that's all they care about is themselves. None. Like, J.J. Watt's like, oh, I need to go in a cold tub. Oh, I can't just use the tub in my house. Let me build a hole in a bucket and an ice patch and jump inside. Shut up. No one cares. Oh, I need to work out. I can work out at 5 a.m., but look, I'm showing you that I'm working out at 3.37. I could just live in a normal home, but look, I have a log cabin so I can take Instagram photos of me chopping wood outdoors. You see the cup I'm drinking? It's red, white, and blue because that's all I ingest into my body. I'm J.J. Watt. Oh, man. So T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt are the same person. You can tell they come from the same gene pool that that to me like it's cool and it shows dedication to the franchise but also me if i can get more money i'm gonna go with the agents and get more money and me if i'm the guy who's up next for a contract i'm gonna say hey stop setting back the players association and get the money please thank you right yeah 
please, please set the market even higher. There's okay? a reason that people ripped on LeBron, and finally someone asked him, like, why don't you take less for your teams to win? He said, because if I'm paid less, then everybody else mm-hmm. is going to get paid less, and I can't do that to the fellow players. You know what? The Watts are the most selfish family in ever, not just football. <laughs> in ever. T.J. Watt marching in to the office of the Steelers president. Me like football. Me go now, baby. Saying, we have a deal, and now I got to go work out. Is that cool or is that corny? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. TJ Watt sitting down with Steelers president Art Rooney saying, I'll take the lesser money. You have a deal. Now excuse me while I go lift weights. Is that cool or corny? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's head to Riviera Beach, and that's where we find Leo. Leo, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You know what comes to mind when I think of T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt and the whole Watt family? I just hear Hulk Hogan's theme song. I am a real American. I feel like that just follows Yeah, It's the soundtrack (laughs) to their life, and I'm sure that played when T.J. Watt walked into uh, Art Rooney's office yesterday. They definitely drink raw eggs in the morning, right? Oh, they are raw egg guys, no doubt. Yeah, the Rocky workout for sure. And and there were the uh, guys in college who would chug a beer and then smash the can on their head, right? Like oh, three definitely. of them at one time, right? Yeah, they're that guy. Yeah, they're probably still doing that on the low, but yeah, their PR <laughs> team, I guess, is pretty good about, about great getting there. Team, hell yeah, getting their uh, ethics, you know, their ethics out there. But yeah. um, I, I have to say about Tom Brady, man, I always respect him. But as a Dolphins fan, I've always hated him for twenty years. But I respect him; he's the go, whatever. But like, come on, man! Like, can you just retire already? My feeling is just. Another total apathy, apathy. Just retire, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, we don't. Like, cool. We saw your seven. Cool, you got seven. It's got just more than overkill. a Brady bunch. It's overkill but at yeah, this it's point. Like, let somebody else kind of. And you know what's going to happen that. is the more and more he does this and appreciate the call, Leo. There's no way he's retiring. He's going to do this till he's fifty years old. The only thing that gives me thought is he did say I agreed to two years with the Bucks. I promised him I'd give him that, but he's not going to retire. Everything goes his way. It's so annoying. Like, hey, I'm going to cheat on my wife and get a new model wife, but everybody's going to be friends still. That's going to work out also. Oh, I'm going to kiss, make out with my son on TV, and no one's going to care. He didn't make out with his he son. He basically made out with his stop son. Already? They kissed on the lips. You don't kiss your son on the just lips. You just stop, don't. man. He made out with his son. He's laying on a he table, and he's like, come with... here, Sonny. See, now you're being unfair. I'm trying to stick to football. You You didn't are feel uncomfortable when they, when they kissed on the lips for extremely long time did i like it no am i gonna judge him over it no i don't i listen like it wasn't making out he's like I, it was it was a long kiss there's like a peck <laughs> and there's a long that was beyond grandma kiss and if you go beyond oh. grandma kiss and my grandma used to hang on a second too long as well <laughs> it's just it gets really awkward i get it he doesn't feel it with the botox he doesn't know the kiss was there <laughs> but you got to keep it moving oh man uh, before coquel gets in trouble that will conclude florida cash home buyers cashing in Give me the cash register. What? Wait, what happened to the other one? <laughs> I don't know. It's not playing. Oh, no. I need it before I do the read. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm bailing on it. Florida cash home buyers cashing in. Hey, production, let's get that fixed. Florida cash home buyers looking to sell your home the easy way. Florida cash home buyers will buy your home in any condition or situation for cash. Selling your home to Florida cash home buyers is fast and it's easy. You don't have a bunch of strangers walking through your home. That's one of the best parts. Florida cash home buyers buys properties as is. So there's no repairs to make or cleaning to do. They can save you thousands on commissions and closing costs because realtors are 
expensive. Florida Cash Home Buyers can pay a cash advance before the closing so you have cash in your pocket. They've been in the business since 2011. They've helped hundreds of homeowners sell their homes quickly and easily. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and have over 100 great online reviews. You can just go right there, search Florida Cash Home Buyers and read them. They buy inherited houses, damaged houses, properties with bad tenants, liens and violations, but They try to buy nice houses as well. And they don't need to visit your home to make an offer. They can make the offer over the phone. They are making this as easy as they can for you. Here's the number, 561-570-7070. 561-570-7070. That's Florida Cash Home Buyers at 561-570-7070. When we return, it'll be Greenway Key, West Palm Beach. Red light, green light. Coquel's time to shine. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. It's a Friday, damn it. We're live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. Call the show now at 888-760-3776. Yeah. 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 Either you love me or you love me not. I'm going to be me. I'm known for making promises. The boldest statements in sports, we cover them in Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light, just a few minutes away here on Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. We've been talking Brady. We've been talking about how, listen, bro, we get it. You're 44 years old. You can still lead a team to a win. It still feels inevitable. You've done this 49 times now. Like, we get it. You're the best. Okay? We understand I mean, he is 44 years old. He is spry. He is strong. I suppose he's virile. And you can be like Tom Brady at least from that standpoint of performance in clutch time. And by that, I mean in the bedroom. And by that, I mean I'm talking about True Freedom Therapy in Palm Beach Gardens. True Freedom Therapy will help you A, solve erectile dysfunction, B, get out ahead of of erectile dysfunction or C, help joint pain and some of the ailments you have just because age has caught up to you. It, I, I would call it a miracle. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily believe in miracles, but this is the closest damn thing to it at True Freedom Therapy. This soft wave therapy is truly, truly cutting edge. And you can get a free consultation by going to truefreedomtherapy.com and saying, hey, Josh, can I come up and can I learn about this? And he'll say, yeah, you absolutely can because he did it for me. The soft wave therapy is sound waves. This is FDA approved. Uh, that is a big thing. I understand that. This is FDA approved. The soft wave therapy, um, uh, what they do is in the trouble area, especially when it comes to erectile dysfunction or this joint pain, they use these sound waves. They're 15, one five, 15 minute sessions, and this opens up the blood vessels. This increases the blood flow to those areas. That is how the technology works. And that is why we are talking about something that is supported by science and is something that is supported by those who have received the treatment, including myself. I got it uh, because I was not performing the same way I was in my early 20s. And you know what? It really made a difference. And that's why I swear by this. All the folks at True Freedom Therapy Log on to TrueFreedomTherapy.com, TrueFreedomTherapy.com, and check out 
That's Softwave Therapy. All right, Coquel, get your reading voice on. It's time now for a little Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light. Time for Ken and Coquel to decide if they want to stop or go. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Red, stop. Green, go. Red light, green light, now you know. Red light, green light is driven by Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Ah, yes. Coquel, before you give me my statements, if you could, per tradition, outline the rules of this segment. Ken, it's really simple. You know that successful segment that ra- real radio people do called buy or sell? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's that. So if you agree with something, pick green light. That's you're buying. And if you don't, red light. That means you're not buying. You're selling would be the word. Perfect. Good. Yeah. We've got that covered. So people, if they're listening, if you agree with something, green light. If you don't, red light. It's pretty damn simple. It's pretty easy. Also, it's simple to listen to our show, and I wish my mother wouldn't stop calling me and text me to send her a picture of my son really quick because I'm on the air. Thank you, Mom. Between your wife and your mother, he does a radio show at noon! No, they don't care. That's my son's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Dylan. That's oh, happy birthday, Dylan. He Wasn't your listen. other son's birthday like two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, I'm pretty broke right now. And then my wife's on the 4th of October. So oh, my God. When I hit you up for money there, big radio host money, <laughs> you know what's coming. Uh, all right. Well, what you need to do is uh, is call uh, a Josh Cohen at uh, 7. <laughs> all right. Uh, Coquel, number one. Number one. After last night's game, the Bucks are clearly the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Red light. What? Red light. I need to see the Chiefs. I need to see the Bills. I need to see Tua. I need to see a lot of other teams. I need to study before I'm just going to proclaim that the Bucs are the favorites. I spent all of Tuesday ripping Dan Orlovsky for saying that the Buccaneers could go 17-0, which does not look like it's even going to come close to happening after last night. I'm worried about the secondary now for the Bucks. They had a big injury there last night, so I'm going to reserve judgment on that. But they looked much better out of the gate this year than they did a season ago. Sam Darnold on Sunday will make the Jets regret, regret the decision of moving on. He will make them regret and regret. Yes, that is a green light. You could just let that, that slide, huh? I know, I know. I'm sorry. I think that Sam Darnold is going to have that, as they call it, chip on his shoulder. They are going to use him to feed McCaffrey. They are going to use him to spread out the Jets' defense. And I think the Jets are going to be fine defensively, ultimately. But I think a week one matchup with all of these storylines and you're breaking in a rookie, this all points towards a Sam Darnold win and a New York tabloid extravaganza. So Jensen Beach's own Jamie and Sherwood starting for the Jets in his new linebacker position. Mm-hmm. A lot of times he has to cover the running back. His first game, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's rough. And he's a bit undersized for where he's playing, right? But at least, I mean, but in coverage, like there's not a rougher running back to cover. Yeah, because he's all over the place. Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, tough matchup is- for but I don't think that this defines the Jets' season because, like I said yesterday, I think the Patriots finished last in the AFC East. Bold. Take it, smug face. All right. <laughs> Kenny, three. red light, green light. A Ravens running back will rush for 1,000 yards this year. And I said running back, not Lamar Jackson. I mean, Tavius Murray's there now. So is Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So is Devontae Freeman. If it was five years ago, they'd have three backs rushing for 1,000 yards. What about this year? I'm going to give this a red light. I think that they will 
have equal rushing amounts. I think Lamar may end up, though, as the leading rusher on this team. He is not going to run for 1,000 yards. In fact, I think Lamar is going to have a good year throwing the football, which is why the rushing yards will be down. I know that the Ravens' identity is to run the football, but with all the injuries they've had and newcomers having to come in late to learn the offense, a lot's going to fall on Lamar, and his tendency is going to be to try to throw them into success, which I think he can do. The Ravens, I still think, because there's a lot of up their seasons done, not so fast. I don't feel comfortable just writing off the Ravens. Now, Lamar's too dynamic. That defense is too good. They can figure themselves out, but they won't have a 1,000-yard rusher. That's a red light. I'm a big believer in Le'Veon Bell still. He's only 29 years old, and I think he now realizes this is his last chance. Yeah, he probably is a bit um, a bit inspired, I would think. I would hope. I mean, it's, he has nothing. If it doesn't work out here, he's, he's done. done. Yeah, so this, this is it at this point. Yeah. All right, Ken, red light, green light. The Miami Dolphins, led by Ragarm, will make the playoffs. That is Tua Tungavailoa, not uh, Ragarm. That is a green light. They are going to make the playoffs. They are going to finish second in the AFC East. They are going to push the Buffalo Bills. Are they going to have to figure out a running game? Yeah. Are they still a little bit injured in the receiving court? Yes. Are they better off than they were a year ago? That is the truth. Do they have an emerging tight end in Mike Desicki? Absolutely. Do they have a defense that I think is going to give opposing quarterbacks fits? For sure. Do they have an elite secondary? The answer to that is yes. So I think they're going to make the playoffs. Are they going to win the division? No. Are they a wild card team? Yes. Green light. The Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields will be the last first-round quarterback to play this year. Red light or green light? That is an outstanding question. I mean, at this point, who is he? Max playing. Zach is playing. Trey Lance would probably be the other one. And you said to start, right? right? I said to play. Oh, to play? Then, yeah, yes. Because I think Trey Lance is going to see snaps because the 49ers are going to try and get cute. So that is a green light. Which Uh, is crazy because Andy Dalton's the starter in front of him, which I still can't wrap my head around. The Bears just have Matt Nagy. Not the Bears, but Matt Nagy has such a conviction that it's got to be Andy Dalton. I don't know if he promised him, like made a handshake agreement, or even signed it in blood and then feels bad going back on that oath. I don't I don't see the reason why Andy Dalton has to start. And I agree with Mike Greenberg yesterday, who was saying that he's heard comparisons. What the Bears are doing is similar to what the Chiefs did with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. It is not the same thing. Greenberg was going off on that, and I agreed 100% with him. That is not even close to the same thing, because Alex Smith is not even close to Andy Dalton. Sorry, Yeah, Alex no. Smith is much better. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So there's no reason for this. Why not take the Patriots approach? Why not take the Jets approach? Uh, Justin Fields did nothing to make me think that he can't handle the early starting job here for the Bears. He's the quarterback out of all of them that have the most experience and seem the most pro-ready. That's that's the weird yes, part of all of this. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that is a green light, though. He'll be the last one to see playing time. With fans being back, Kenny, red light or green light, home field advantage matters. Green light. It didn't matter last year. Road teams won all over the place and all the time. This year... It truly is. And this is going to make betting easier because it's going to be more traditional now. Last year was difficult. Last year was tricky because there was no home field advantage in any way, shape, or form. It is going to matter this year. That is an absolute green light. All right, last one of red light, green light. Adam Sandler turned 55 today. Big Daddy is his best movie. 
Oh, no. No, no, no. Red light. No. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison. They would maybe have to fight it out. That's the final, though. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison? Yeah. What about the Punch Drunk Love? But that's a different kind of movie, and I love Punch Drunk Love. Or what was the one where he was two people? He was twin and twin sister. That's when I started to worry about his career. <laughs> when, when you started to be like, oh, no, this is wrong. Uh, what about um, the one with the remote control? Um, I actually like Click. That A uh, Click. That one's sad. Yeah, It's, it's a, depressing. It's a little bit of an underrated movie. Punch Drunk Love, if you're into suspenseful movies, is... Um, that's his best movie, but I like silly Adam Sandler. I like quotable Adam Sandler. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, they're fighting it out. I like sports, though, too. Happy Gilmore wins. I forgot Happy Gilmore existed. That would have been the one I put on the question. So, I think that's the best one. So, so I'm going to go red light to that, too. Uh-huh. Okay, good, good. So then then who who's responsible? You've got to take responsibility for putting that on there, though, as your... Oh, Big Daddy's still a powerhouse question. It is a good movie. And it's Joe Rigotti's fault. <laughs> You're just—he's not here today, so he can't. You can't himself. blame Captain Competent. He wouldn't make that mistake. That's true. He's better than me. And that is Greenway Kia West Palm Beach red light, green light. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach—it's where I got my Kia K5 GT. They don't make any mistakes over there. They are in fact there to help you. They are in fact there to make sure that you have the best car buying experience imaginable. And they have a credit clinic on site. They have bank representatives on site to help you, so you don't have to drive over there wanting to buy a car and worry. Oh, but my credit's so bad. I'm going to embarrass myself. What are they going to say? How do I own up to this? What happens when they find out my credit is bad? No, be upfront with them because George, who helped me with my Kia K5 GT, he's going to make the calls. He is going to find the creditor. He doesn't care how long it takes. They are going to find you a way to pay for your car at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. If you're not worried about your credit, then go to Greenway Kia West Palm Beach and find something that fits your needs. Something sporty, something fun, something safe, something for the family, something fuel efficient. Their selection is absurd. Those Kia cars, that's quality. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. That's where I bought my car. It's where you'll buy your automobile as well. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Uh, Coquel, do we have the Canes tomorrow in App State? No? Okay. Uh, I was trying to sneak that one past the uh, people upstairs. Thanks, Ken. Uh, okay. It's the only time you ever asked me that question. Right. We do have a great broadcast from Learfield. Mike Golick and Kate Scott. Awesome. Makes cool. you feel like you're in your living room watching with your grandpa. And, and what your game is that? Man. What game is that? Hey, will you stop, man? Please, for the love of God. I we do have the Miami Dolphins. I would have asked you in the break, except you were talking on the phone with your wife. She's called again. Ken LaVica Live featuring Coquel. Final couple of minutes here on ESPN 106.3. About to get into some Stormhouse Brewing. What's on tap? Stormhouse Brewing, by the way. This is where you should watch your NFL. This is where they're going to thrive and you're going to love your new NFL game watching location. It's where I'm going to go today when the bosses fire me. because Ken- <laughs> I also didn't send out the schedule for next week yet either, Ken, if you wanted to just get that out there. Anything else? <laughs> terrible at sending emails back. What else do you want to do while we're doing this? Oh, man. Uh, Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. He was one Crystal Cove Commons a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. 
Wait, what was that college game we have tomorrow? <laughs> Stormhouse Brewing. Uh, they also, October 3rd, have the Dolphins in the Colts Hard Rock Stadium. They have a bus trip down there. They have their game day experience down there. You get a ticket to the game. You get a drink at Stormhouse Brewing before you go. You get there. You tailgate. You get a growler. They're for your tailgate. You get into the game. Then you get a ticket for discount food and another drink when you get back to North Palm so Beach. So what, like $350? No, 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 no. $125. That's $125 for the ticket, ticket and all game. that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Ticket, game, drink, crawler, all of it. And how much do the drinks and the food cost? Nope, nope. It's all one lump sum, $125. Oh, but then you got to pay for the bus. Nope, 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 nope. The bus, it's included. $125. That game day experience, you cannot beat it. Stormhouse Brewing, they just know. They just know how to make you happy. They've got their craft beers brewed on site. They have the 15 flat screen TVs. There is not a bad seat at that place. It is huge. There's room to spread out. Go by yourself. Bring a group of friends. It's where you should watch the game. And they have a full food menu, a craft brewery with a full food menu. What in the hell? Stormhouse Brewing. Check out that selection online. Stormhousebrewing.com. Let's do a little Stormhouse Brewing. What's on tap? What's on tap is brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. All right. Stormhouse Brewing is a South Florida-inspired brew pub focusing on great beers, tasty food, and creating a unique atmosphere for all to enjoy. Hey, bosses, did you hear Ken jump in too early? Or we're just telling about each other now, so... <laughs> no, you go. saw what I did there. That was called being a professional, because I knew I was about to get steamrolled, and then I got out of the way. Or we've done this segment for six <laughs> weeks now, and you should just not talk in the middle of that. Uh, the Dolphins and the Patriots. We know that is going to be here on ESPN 106. And you know what else will be here? Sunday Night Football, because I got that back, Ken. I'm taking credit for things. If you're gonna... And Monday Night Football, all right here. <laughs> and Thursday Night Football. Did you enjoy that last night on ESPN 106.3 there, Kenny? Because yeah. I sure did. Stormhouse Brewing, what's on tap? Thanks to Coquel. Dolphins, Patriots tomorrow, 425, or Sunday, 425 here on ESPN 106.3. Sunday Night Football, thanks, Coquel. Bears, Rams on NBA. BC, but here on ESPN 106 3820. And then thank you, Coquel. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are in Vegas for Monday Night Football 815 here on ESPN. I also, can we talk through something I did on the schedule that I'm not sure if it's a good move? Yeah, I sure. know we don't have time, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Bart. I took the uh, Barton, Han, Han, Bart, Bart Scott, whatever. <laughs> Bart Han. Um, I t- I, we're taking the first half of the Jaguars game. How do you think people are going to react to that? We're bailing at halftime for the Dolphins pregame. <laughs> so we're, we're going to have the first half of the Trevor Lawrence debut, and then we're moving on to the Dolphins because we are the home of the Dolphins. So I wanted, to, but I want. I figure people might want to yeah, hear sure. Trevor Lawrence's first couple snaps. I kind of like that actually. I, mean, I think that's a good idea. He's already going to Canton, so we might as well just have his snaps right away. It's like the red zone, but not. At all. <laughs> it's like the red zone, but not even close to it. If you it. want the red zone, don't listen to us. Watch the red zone. <laughs> oh, man. On that note, let's uh, let's go ahead and wrap this up. By the way, if you want a full comprehensive breakdown of last night's game, the dramatic <laughs> Patriots or the dramatic Buccaneers win over the Cowboys, oh, the- full breakdown. Josh Cohen and the home team today at three. They've got you taken care of. The Brady takes on that show are going to be insane. It's going to be unbelievable. Just hot taking everywhere. And Josh just said they are going to go play by play in the fourth quarter and break down everything that happened in that game. The most comprehensive breakdown of the Buccaneers and the Cowboys in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast happens at three right here on ESPN 106.3. We'll be back on Monday and maybe that's like 60% sure. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye.